0: Through to form, Wheelin Dealin' Bill Guerin was busy ahead of the trade deadline today with two new additions and a big departure. We discuss the 2023 NHL trade deadline today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you as always for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, you can find Locked on Wild on all of your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we break down the big additions for the Minnesota Wild ahead of the trade deadline. John Klingberg from Anaheim. And Oscar Sundquist from Detroit. And we'll also talk about Jordan Greenway heading to Buffalo. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. And that makes uh, five trades in total. Four players coming in. And one big player heading out. Let's start with the big subtraction here. Jordan Greenway, long rumored to be on the block is heading to the Buffalo Sabres. And Bill Guerin able to get a second-round pick this season in addition to a 2025 fourth-round pick. And honestly, I am floored, first off, because we knew Greenway had been on the block um, for a while. It This stems all the way back into the season, and... That missed meeting that um, Greenway was not part of before the uh, St. Louis Blues game showed up late, I think kind of was the final souring point for Greenway in Minnesota. But not only look at that, look at the lack of production on the ice. He had his first point in over a month within the last two games, and now sits at a total of, uh, I think, seven points on the season. And it's all well and good to have players who bring a more defensive presence to the ice than offensive, but we are always going to wonder with Jordan Greenway, what if he simply had put the whole package together? It always seemed like they're was an element of Greenway's game that he just was not able to unlock. Big physical presence, but just never seems to really put the whole thing together in his time here in Minnesota. And so Garen able to get a second-round pick this year in an extremely loaded draft. And I find it interesting, too, because just look at it this way. So you have your first-round picks – widely believed that there are going to be players within even like the top 50 that are first-round talents. And so you've got your first-round pick. You also then now have this Buffalo Sabres pick to add to the mix, and you give Judd Brackett a lot of ammo to maybe make a pick in the second round or to even trade up into the first round. Uh, to try to grab somebody in particular. So I think it just was a really, really well done move by Bill Guerin. And now we can look at all the time that Greenway was in the lineup that we wondered why. It's being shopped. Greenway was being shopped. And this last little stretch with Brandon Duhame and Freddie Goudreau to where it seemed like he was starting to get some things figured out, pick up his play a little bit, that was enough to send him to Buffalo. And not only does he go to Buffalo, but the Sabres are taking on that entire contract. So there's three extra million dollars for the Wild to play with. And let's put it this way as to how valuable that is. Michael Russo did a little AMA on Twitter yesterday. And one of the topics that was asked was what sort of AAV can we look at for a Philip Gustafson extension? And the number that Russo threw out there was 2.8 million. That's that right there. That is Philip Gustafson. That's the difference between Philip Gustafson being retained and Philip Gustafson being traded is the ability to get Jordan Greenway out the door. So you can't undersell how big, big of a win that was for the wild at this deadline to get that contract off the books, to find a way to move on from a guy who just, just never really put the full package of talent together uh, throughout his time here in Minnesota. Now, obviously a difficult situation, the wild I'm sure Players are probably upset to see him go, was a good guy in the in the room. But at the end of the day, it's business. And uh, Bill Guerin doing what he needed to do to make things happen. And now you look at the lineup, and you've got a vacancy on that line with Brandon Duhame and Freddie Goudreau. So when Marcus Foligno is ready to return, you can put him there potentially to work with Goudreau and to work with Brandon Duhame um, to try to give kind of that checking physical defensive line um, to put into the mix, or you can slot in one of the new additions, depending on how things play out down the stretch. Um, I We were looking for this, All leading up to the deadline was the Jordan Greenway move, and so I think by that merit alone, you got to consider you've got to move this deadline for Bill Guerin, despite everything else. I think you got to move it towards a win for the Minnesota Wild. We'll talk about the other trades, but I think this being the biggest domino that we wanted to see happen at this trade deadline and it actually happening, and you getting substantially more than I think anybody would realistically have expected is probably the best of the moves that, uh, that Garen was able to put together uh, here at this deadline. So that one, I think, was well done by, um, by Garen. And now you've got a couple of other guys that uh, we can talk about coming into the lineup um, here that were acquired today. Uh, so let's, uh, let's do that. We'll talk about the one I've, that I think nobody really saw coming. Although, to be fair, I didn't see either of these coming today. And so we'll, uh, we'll start by talking about uh, John Klingberg and the ripples that uh, it brings to the lineup Uh, As we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild, after this. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Well, you've got to make sure to try Bilt Bar. What makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I don't know how Bilt Bar keeps doing it, but these... Built Bars are so healthy, too. They contain just 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all is you no longer need to wait to get yourself some delicious Built Bars. You can head to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box of Built Bars today. All you got to do is swing into the pharmacy in Walmart for your chance to grab some Built Bars or stop by Sam's Club to pick up a bigger bulk Box with thirteen built bars in it. If you don't have one handy, don't worry. Built.com is still here to help, and so head to built.com and order yourself a box of delicious built bars today. Continuing today's uh, trade deadline recap edition of Lockdown Wilds. Once again, thanks for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast and their recap of all of the events that happened at the 2023 trade deadline. A lot to recap, and so make sure that you check that out at uh, Locked on NHL, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Continuing our episode, let's talk John Klingberg, because that was one that I think nobody really saw coming but it tells a couple of interesting things about where this um where this thing is headed. So Klingberg comes in and we we know about Klingberg. He is a pretty darn good offensive defenseman. Now, defensively, the numbers aren't pretty this year, but let's also continue the, let, let's also take a look at some of the facts about Anaheim. The Ducks defensively are hideous. They are just really not good in any facet. And for Klingberg, he is going from a team in the Ducks that just, I mean, Dmitry Kulikov was, was one of his fellow defensemen. On that Anaheim team, and it just it, it's a ducks team that really struggles to possess the puck, which leads to more opportunities for the opponents. The decor is bad, the goaltending's bad. I'm not trying to take Klingberg off the hook. But here's the thing. Let's say you put, and Kevin Gorg pointed this out, and I find it interesting. Um, in the pregame preview that uh, that you'll hear for tomorrow ahead of the uh, the game against the Flames. You put Klingberg on the second pairing with Jonas Brodeen, and honestly, you have upgraded Matt Dumba. <laughs> I had really not thought of that until he mentioned it, and now that I think about it and the price that you paid To get Klingberg from Anaheim for the remainder of the season was a fourth-round pick in 2025. Andre Schuster and the rights to Nikita Nestorenko, who was not going to sign here anyway. Honestly, I'm I'm coming around to it because he will be a guy that will slot in in that top power play unit. We'll talk about the Kaelin Addison effect because that's one part of this. That is concerning for me. But you put Klingberg on that top power play, and if you just think of him as an upgraded version of Matt Dumba on that second-line pairing, then I think, I think it's, for the price, I think it's a decent acquisition by Bill Guerin here at the deadline. Now, what that means for the third-line D pairing well, that's, uh, that's another issue entirely. But I think if they do that, because Klingberg's averaging about 16 minutes of ice time per night, so I think still very capable um, of playing higher minutes and, again, giving you some offensive upside. And maybe getting traded to Minnesota gives him a little bit of a, a jump, a little bit of a jolt. But the unfortunate part about this is it does paint a pretty glaring picture of the situation that Kalen Addison is in with this team. Is that, um, as Michael Russo tweeted out um, earlier today, it just seems like the Wild just do not trust him. And whether that be on defense, whether that be just in general, it seems as though this trade was done not necessarily out of, hey, Klingberg's available, let's go get him. Prices come down to, we got to find a way to upgrade that spot. And so that also kind of gives you an idea as to how the off is going to go with the Addison situation. And so player... On the strict, like, face value, I don't mind. But I have some issues with what it means to the the future of Kalen Addison as a wild defenseman uh, for this team. Now, again, win now mode, you've found a way to add a guy into your top four that has more life to his offense than Matt Dumba does. So it's it's an upgrade. It certainly is. But um, I just am really going to have to see what it does for this decor. And this also comes with the uh, the rumors that were floated that the Wilds had opportunities to move Alex Goligoski, Did not end up doing anything there. And so he stays. And so now... You have, when Jonas Brodeen returns, you've got eight defensemen that you are going to have on the roster. And now, down the stretch, you don't want any injuries, unfortunate injuries to happen to where you're not prepared. And so depth is a plus, yes. But you're not going to see, unless this move is finally the one that does it, John Merrill's still in the lineup on a nightly basis. And so if he continues to play, you know, now you are rotating Alex Goligoski, Matt Dumba, John Merrill on that bottom pairing. And that's assuming, again, that Klingberg goes to that second line on D. There's no guarantee necessarily that that will even happen. But if he does, then now you're rotating four guys for that third line pairing. And. All of them have some uh, pretty glaring flaws. But then you've got Addison, who's a uh, younger player, who is seemingly being kind of scapegoated for them. So I'm a little concerned about how that situation is all going to play out. But again, I look at this more as a way to upgrade that top four and to just find a little better version who still has i think more left in the tank than Dumba does cuz you compare the two guys not great defensively neither is Dumba but yeah Klingberg clearly is better offensively than Dumba is at this point so yeah it it is an upgrade and uh so it's the opportunity is there to uh, to have that um kind of breathe a little life into that, uh, that top D core again, and then you're playing sheltered minutes for those guys that have l- caused mistakes that have led to uh, goals being given up pretty much all season. So the Klingberg one is interesting. I had no idea that that was going to happen. And I don't know, it's just one of those savvy veteran moves by Bill Guerin that now I'm starting to talk myself into after initially just being kind of an eye roll. Um, on the whole thing so that's one of the additions you then have the other edition of oscar sunquist and so we will finish today's episode of lockdown wild talking about what sunquist brings to the table for this minnesota wild team and uh, we will do that right after this No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you've got a shot with greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need, indeed. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, again, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the whole lowdown on everything going on at the trade deadline. Some big moves, the winners, the losers, everything you need at Lockdown NHL. Bill Guerin notes that both Klingberg... And Oscar Sunquist will be in the lineup tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames. And so those guys hopping right in to help out with, uh, with this roster and to just continue to inject some life uh, into the mix with, uh, with what this team has been able to do. Again, despite all the offensive struggles all season, This team is currently in the second spot in the Central and is just continuing to find ways to get things done through defense, through goaltending, and through just physicality, shrewd goals. They've found a way to, to do it. And so enter Oscar Sundquist, a center from the Detroit Red Wings, who comes in and was acquired uh, by the Minnesota Wilds today as well. And I think it was a fourth-round pick that, uh, that he was acquired. Uh, a f- yeah, a fourth-round pick this year that uh, that Sunquist was acquired for. And you look at his numbers for the season. He's 28 years old. He's got seven goals, t- uh, 14 assists. He's a minus four on the season. But uh, 42 hits in 52 games. He's got 25 blocked shots and uh, is shooting 11.9% on the season. He is a guy that is – he's played on the power play for Detroit. And so much like the Gustav Nyquist edition, I think – this is just another one of those depth moves that is going to allow for some insurance to make sure that players don't um, don't get hurt down the stretch. And he's he's kind of a gritty, uh, physical presence that uh, that Detroit just with where they're at uh, so far this season. Obviously, they're nowhere near all those wagons out east. Um, Sundquist as a as a depth guy who can fill in on that third or fourth line, I think is fine. So let's assume, and we haven't seen yet, let's just assume that uh, Marcus Foligno is not going to play against the Calgary Flames. He was held out against Vancouver, and um, it's it's pretty obvious that he's, he's banged up at this point uh, in the season. Production is just kind of tailed. And so you assume that he's, he's been banged up and has been fighting through some things here throughout the season. So, okay, you got Sundquist. Give him an opportunity to heal. And so you can slot him in as center for the third line. You can put Freddie Goudreau as a third-line wing. You can keep Brandon Duhame on that third line. And then you roll with Mason Shaw, Connor Dewar, and Ryan Reeves on the fourth line. Ultimately, I think when Felino returns what we probably see is this. We'll probably see Marcus Foligno, either Freddie Goudreau or um, Sunquist as the center, and then either Brandon Duhame or Freddie Goudreau as the wing. I don't think, for those that are concerned, I don't think this means anything really for Connor Dewar's playing time. Because, again, he is a huge part of the reason that the Wild penalty kill is as good as it's been this year. And I don't see the Wild making a decision to pull him out of the lineup. What I think would happen if Sunquist ends up being a third-line guy for this team, what I think would happen is, if anything, you probably see Brandon Duhame slot back down um, on the fourth line. And then you go Duhame, Dewar, and Reeves. Or you put Sundquist as your fourth-line center and you slot Dewar at wing. I think Mason Shaw, because he's been the one that has sat in odd-man-out situations, I think that would be how this would play out um, as opposed to Connor Dewar coming out of the lineup. Because if you pull him out of the lineup... You lose what he brings on the penalty kill, which not only is just good defensive play, good defensive um, decision-making that he brings to the table, but also a ton of that potential for shorthanded chances, something you can't necessarily rely on, but also something that, um, that it's nice to have. And so you take that out of the lineup, well, then you are pulling a potential for some offense you weren't really expecting to, uh, to be there on that penalty kill unit. So I don't get the sense, and we'll find out tomorrow, I just don't get the sense that Dewar is going to be kind of the odd man out with Sundquist's acquisition. And so you go to a deadline in which you shipped Jordan Greenway out for a second-round pick and a 2022, uh, 2024 fifth-round pick. You add Klingberg for that fifth-round pick. You add Sunquist for a fourth-round pick. You add Nyquist for a fifth-round pick. And you added Marcus Johansson for a 2025 third-round pick. So you've done a lot of, I think, just solid depth moves. Ah, Like we said, after the game against Vancouver, the peripheral numbers for Marcus Johansson with Matt Boldy and Jewel Eriksson-Eck were good. And so you're banking on that being enough to get that line going. Once you get that line going, then you're going to have two lines offensively that the uh, opposing teams are going to have to try to contend with. You've got Kirill Kaprizov on an absolute otherworldly heater right now. And so a second line that is capable of bringing you a little offense as well is going to draw pressure away from them. You have a third line that can give you some good defense. They were stymieing opponents over the last six games or so uh, before the Greenway trade. But I think, and I'm really interested to see what sort of jolt this team gets from their general manager making all these moves to signal that, um, that they're in it for this year. Now, does that mean that they're going to be able to contend with the likes of the Eastern Conference? Probably not. But again, this has been just a strange season for pretty much everybody. And the West, which looked like there were some teams at the top of the standings that were just absolutely rock solid, those teams have taken on major water here uh, over the uh, the last month of the season. And so it is a situation now where the Wild in second place in the Central Division made some moves to bolster the depth. They're going to continue to rely on the defense and the goaltending. And unlike last year, I think you have a goalie this year that is capable of going up against a team and shutting them up, which is, I think, what you needed against the Blues. The D, though, and the goaltending and the offense, all just everything just withered. And so I think by this team relying more on toughness, relying more on defense, relying more on special teams. I think, as crazy as it sounds, this team is more equipped to win a playoff series and advance past that than last year's was. Even with all the goals, even with everything else, you just have a team now that has a ton of guys that are physical and are going to be a problem. For, uh, for the opponents that they go up against. So all in all, Bill Guerin able to, uh, to add some solid vets, got rid of the Jordan Greenway contract. What's not to like as, uh, as this team goes down the stretch of the final 21 games of the season? That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you swing over and check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the trade deadline recap, all the biggest moves, made throughout the NHL ahead of the deadline, gearing up for big playoff pushes for uh, all of the Eastern Conference, pretty much. Oh, and then whoever else in the West as well. Make sure you follow along with Locked on Wild by subscribing on YouTube, following us on your favorite podcast platforms, and following us on social media as well. We will keep you up to date with pre- and post-game content, as well as new episodes all week long, all part of of the Locked On Podcast Network.